afternoon. Greetings in the name of the Lord Jesus, and welcome back to the Word of Truth, the show where you will only hear the truth as found in Scripture. Pastor Pace is out of town this week preaching the gospel in Indiana. So this week, you'll hear an essential message from the archives, so you don't want to miss it. The Word of Truth is hosted by Pastor Joel Pace of Grace and Truth Apostolic Church, where we are a church for all nationalities. For more information about us, you can go to our website, gtacdallas.com. And now, here's Pastor Joel Pace on the Word of Truth. Greetings in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, and once again I welcome you back to the Word of Truth broadcast. I am Pastor Joel Pace of Grace and Truth Apostolic Church, and we certainly thank the Lord for all of His blessings, His goodness, His grace, and the Bible said that His mercy endureth forever, and we certainly hope and pray that God is blessing you and helping you, leading you and guiding you and pouring out his many, many good blessings upon you. We thank the Lord for his goodness to us and and hope you had a great weekend and that the Lord blessed you. We're going to continue our broadcast, and I've been led by the Lord to continue to talk about the gospel, the word of truth, God's plan of salvation. I believe the plan of salvation is really misunderstood by a lot of people. And I feel to continue in that vein. And today I want to draw your attention to the book of St. John, the Gospel of John, chapter 3. And here we find the story of Nicodemus, the man that came to Jesus by night. And um, he had some questions. And Jesus said to him in verse number 3 of chapter 5, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. And what I want to talk about here this this afternoon is what does it mean to be born again? What does it really mean to be born again? Jesus said, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. To be born again, means that, obviously, there's a new birth. And the new birth is similar to the natural birth. The new birth is a spiritual birth. In the natural birth, the water breaks in the mother's womb, which shows that the baby is ready to come forth. When the baby comes forth out of the womb, it receives breath. It begins to breathe on its own. In our scripture text, in verse 4, Nicodemus saith unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I say unto thee, ye must be born again. The wind bloweth where it listeth, and thou hearest the sound thereof, but canst not tell whence it cometh and whither it goeth. So is everyone that is born of the Spirit. And so we see here that the born-again experience, as Jesus is describing, is not a rebirth of a natural birth, but a spiritual birth. 
and it is similar again to the natural birth of the baby coming forth from the water and receiving breath. The breath is life coming into the baby as God breathed into the nostrils of man and he became a living soul. Being born again, again, does not mean that, like Nicodemus thought, that you go back into your mother's womb, but it means being born again spiritually. Jesus said, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. And so, of course, Nicodemus did not understand this, but Jesus had to further explain to him that except a man is born of water, and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Again, the spiritual new birth is similar to the natural birth. Natural birth is water coming forth from the baby coming forth from the womb and breath. The spiritual new birth is water baptism and spirit. Amen. You see, there is something about us as man where we are body, soul, and spirit. It's impossible for our flesh to be born again. All right, we get a spirit that we get from God, and but we also have a soul. And it's the soul that must be born again. And God has made a remedy for the soul. There is no remedy for the flesh. The flesh cannot be saved. Flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of heaven. And so, therefore, the soul of man, which goes out into eternity, is what God has provided a remedy for, amen, for the soul to be saved. And in order for the soul to be saved, it must be born again of the spiritual new birth. Let's look again further before we uh, delve deeper into the born-again experience. In 1 Peter 1.23, it says, being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible by the word of God, which liveth and abideth forever. Paul said that the gospel was the power of God unto salvation. The gospel saves when it is preached. The gospel, which is the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, is also the word of God. The word of God is an incorruptible seed which lives and abides forever. All of creation was created by the word of God. Amen. And it's still in its proper form of creation. In other words, still doing what it was created to do. But man was created from the dust of the earth. Man sinned and fell from the favor of God. For man to live and abide forever, he must be born again. And he also must be born again of the word of God. Being born of the word of God means you get the gospel, the word of God in your heart. Before you're born again, your heart is full of sin. And it lives according to the lust and the will of the flesh. The heart is the seat of the soul. When your heart changes, your soul changes. So what is being born again is your heart and your soul. The flesh, again, cannot be born again, but your soul can be born again. So once the word of God gets into your heart and changes your heart towards God, then you're ready to be born again by the spiritual birth. 
So how this works is that when the gospel is preached, which is the word of God, and you hear it and you're convicted by the word of God, and you believe the word of God, amen, then you go on to follow and obey the word of God because the gospel, the seed, that incorruptible seed was planted into your heart, amen, and now you, it, when it's planted upon the good ground of your heart, then you bring forth fruit, and that fruit is obedience to the word of God that was planted into your heart. Amen. And so this is a being born again of the word. All right. But when you're born again of the word, you must be born again of what the word of God says, because now you must obey what the word of God says, which is also bringing forth fruit. Amen. Now, the born again experience, like Jesus said in John chapter three, except the man's born of water and of the spirit. He cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Again, once the word of God falls on the ground of your heart and you get convicted of sin, amen, and you repent of your sin and you turn to God, then you're born of water and spirit. Amen. We can see the children of Israel in 1 Corinthians chapter 10 as Paul writes about them. And in 1 Corinthians chapter 10 and verse number 1, it says, Moreover, brethren, I would not that ye should be ignorant how that all our fathers were under the cloud and all passed through the sea and were all baptized unto Moses in the cloud and in the sea and did all eat the same spiritual meat and did all drink the same spiritual drink for they drank of that spiritual rock that followed them and that rock was Christ. So Israel went through a type of the new birth in the Old Testament. When they came to the Red Sea and they crossed it and the Egyptian army followed them and was drowned, that was their water baptism. They were baptized unto Moses in the sea. That was their water baptism. The Egyptians represented their sin. Amen. Which was washed away in the water. They were baptized of the cloud that led them in the wilderness. As it said, they were all baptized unto Moses in the cloud. Amen. And the cloud represents the baptism of the spirit for the cloud represents the spirit. So we see that Israel was born of water at the Red Sea and born of the spirit by the cloud as a type and shadow of the new birth. Amen. Of what Jesus was talking about, of being born of water and of the spirit. And Paul brings this type here using and showing how that the, the Israelites Amen. We're born of the water, born of the spirit, just like you, Corinthians. Amen. But he goes on to say, but all of them that were born again, they did not all make the promised land. And so he was talking about not falling away like some of them fell away, but they were born again. Amen. And we'll talk about that for some other time. All right. But we see Israel here, born of the water and the spirit. At the Red Sea, crossing the Red Sea, the Egyptian army drowned, which represented their sins, washed away, and then they were baptized of the cloud, which represents the spirit. Amen. And so water and spirit is so important. Amen. In God's plan of salvation. And we're going to look at some other scripture also that will bring this out. But I want you to really, really think about this. Amen. 
to be really, truly born again. What does it mean to be born again? Your soul is what must be born again. It must go through a born again experience. It's not accepting the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal savior. That's not water and spirit. It's not just believing on the Lord Jesus Christ. That's not water and spirit. You must understand that water and spirit must be applied because water baptism in Jesus' name is what washes away your sin and forgives you of your sin. Nobody can be saved without the forgiveness and the washing and doing away of their sin. And then being born of the Spirit is receiving the Spirit of God, the Holy Ghost, like they did on the day of Pentecost. Amen. Because you must have the Spirit. That is the resurrection power, amen, that raises you from the dead. As, as Paul said in Romans, if that same spirit which raised up Christ from the dead dwell in you, it will quicken your mortal body. We must truly make sure we're born again according to the way the word of God teaches it. I'm Pastor Joel Pace. God bless you. Thank you, Pastor Pace. Following God's plan is more important than tradition or even past experiences. Well, that concludes today's edition of the Word of Truth. If you would like more information or to receive a personal home Bible study, please just give us a call. Our phone number is 214-391-0017. And we sincerely invite you to be a part of our church services. You are sure to feel the power of God like never before. We're located at 2930 North St. Augustine Drive in Dallas. And again, we thank you for subscribing to the Word of Truth podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Just go to those apps, search for Grace and Truth Apostolic Church, and you'll find us. And again, all of our information is on the website, gtacdallas.com. Stay safe and stay warm. We'll see you again next week. On behalf of Pastor Joel Pace and Grace and Truth Apostolic Church, God bless.